Now, good morning again. This is Pastor Dan and God Talk number 68. We call this Steepen the Curve. What does it mean to have Jesus transform our lives? I was talking to some of my young adult friends who were friends of my sons yesterday. And he lives with his brothers uh, who are not godly, righteous, or even pretending to. So he lives as this point of contact. He, With his spiritual side, he wants to be a godly, righteous young man. And spiritually sensitive, he's gotten baptized. He's a great young man, late 20s. But he's living day to day with brothers who he grew up with who don't share any of that and and how to change and become who he really wants to be and live by that consistently when you're surrounded by this other world and uh, one book called it between two worlds to live in one world but live according to another world jesus says we we don't live by this kingdom we live in a kingdom from another world how do we do that to be real people but be transformed today so we're wrestling with the two stages of grace. There's the first stage grace of forgiveness and justification, and uh, we call it imputed grace, saving grace, forgiving grace. But then there's second stage grace, life-changing grace, where we, we God keeps us. He says, I can keep you from falling. And it takes a lifetime, sanctifying grace. And we asked a question yesterday, how long does it take? Does it take 50, 60, 70 years? And finally, we're just too old to sin. <laughs> Sanctification by senility. Uh, Peter went from arguing over his greatest and denying Jesus, and 50 days later, he's preaching and winning 3,000 people. If you draw a chart, a famous chart, you come to Christ, and then you begin to have these jagged ups and downs on a little graph up to the top where you become like Christ, transformed to be like Jesus, righteous. Is there a way to steepen that curve? And, and, and get faster. Is there another gear somewhere? Uh, as I've gotten older now, certain sports are harder or can't do them at all. Uh, and then you wonder, is there another gear? If I practice and I work out, can I somehow reclaim and kind of get another gear to really be good again at golf or racquetball or basketball? Can I still go backpacking and climb a mountain with a pack on my back? Or I just can't. Is there another gear that we can find spiritually? When I was a young call porter between high school and college, I was selling books in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and somehow this German engineer had a BMW that he needed someone to drive across the country, and somehow they got a hold of me. And while I was doing him a favor, it was a lot of fun. He was an engineer, and he had put some sort of thing in there that uh, when you got ready to pass up semi-truck, you could put the gas down to the floor, and you just exploded past other vehicles. It was so much fun. <laughs> Is there another gear that we can get spiritually? Or we can say, I don't want to take a whole lifetime to change. I don't want to keep hurting people or hurting myself. I want to represent Christ. I want people to see Christ in me. Is there a way to do this in 50 days like Peter? Well, someone might say it should start with repentance. Peter said in Acts 2, 38, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Peter denies Christ three times, and the rooster crows. Peter looks up, he sees Jesus. Ellen White says there was no condemnation there. God didn't condemn him. Only love and forgiveness in Jesus' face. But it breaks Peter's heart, and it says he rushes out, and he wished to die. Heartbroken. He said he would never do it, and he did it. And now he's going through repentance. Maybe that's what it takes to steepen the curve. There has to be some sort of traumatic experience where you look at yourself and say, that's who I really am. And we don't like that, and we say, that's it. 
No more. I am tired of that. On our 10th anniversary, we went out to Palm Springs. Someone gave us a timeshare or something. Here we are. The boys led me into sin. We ate dinner, and then we just sat down to watch some sports event on the TV. We're on vacation, and uh, Hilda was upset that we didn't do the dishes. And I said to myself, what is wrong with you? You know, 10th anniversary. Why don't you do the dishes first and then watch the game? Learn from this. You can do better. <laughs> I'll never do that again. And then I, you know, we went to Hawaii. We're sitting in vacation. And I made a similar mistake. Just not vigilant enough to do what I should do. And you cause a little pain for a minute. I said, what's wrong with you? You're in paradise. You're in. The, you're on the beach. You don't have to work. You can't blame work that you got to go do something. Why can't you do the thoughtful thing, the kind thing that will help build relationships instead of doing the selfish thing? What's wrong with you? Why can't you learn? I go overseas. I have a bee sting kit. We're going out on the ocean. I didn't want to get it wet. And I forgot, left it in my bag at the hotel room. I could have died. And I learned a lot from that. And boy, I have that pretty well with me everywhere I go. One's in the car, one's in my bag, one's at home. I carry a Benadryl pill with me, I think, everywhere I go because I repented. Painful. So maybe the 50 days to steepen the curve to become more like Jesus starts with repentance. Where we look at something we've been doing and we just say, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that anymore. And we go to Jesus heartbroken and say, I, I want to be free of this. I don't want to carry that around anymore. No more excuses. We acknowledge reality. We deal with it, name it, and just vow. This stops now. I am not going to carry that. Not going to hurt the people I love with that anymore. That's it. No more. <laughs> going to get better. At least it starts there with repentance. Bible says we die daily. Death isn't fun. Death hurts. And we stand there and watch someone that we loved. And like my father, we watch it, watch him die. Bury him in a grave. It's hard. And to let something that we have been doing as a habit for years, let it go and be repent for it. Hurts. And we, we recoil from it. But real transformation starts here to say, I don't want to be that anymore. I don't want to smoke that, drink that, say that. I don't want to waste my time in foolishness anymore. I want to be in shape. I want to get the grass mowed. I want to clean the garage, whatever it is, I want to be better at that for the glory of God and to make my life better and the people around my life better. I'm going to be different. May you and I repent today. May we listen to the Spirit. David said, whatever, whatever, show me God, whatever is hurting others, whatever is getting in the way of who I want to be, you want me to be, show it to me and I'll hand it back to you and say no more. God bless us all. Come back tomorrow and we'll do more God talk. See you tomorrow. God bless.